The glorious blessed hope is more than sufficient to swallow up all of life's disappointments, every single one. Carnal life is fraught with disappointment, and its expectations are disappointed on a regular basis. For instance, spouses divorce or die, careers terminate unexpectedly, health wanes, your grave demands attendance, and the list is long. But in Christ, in the new birth made possible by His shed blood, these issues are transferred into good. Consider this all-encompassing promise, Romans 8.28, And we know that all things work together for good, to them that love God, to them who are the called, according to His purpose. Childlike faith has the power to transform all of life's disappointments into glorious good. Just as the born again are transformed according to Romans 10.10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, so our negative circumstances are transformed in like fashion. My circumstances must be born again. The transforming formula is childlike simple. In my heart I believe upon the providence of God boldly declared in His Word, and I confess that delivering power with my mouth. There is a place where life's disappointments are transformed into glorious stepping stones unto eternal life in Christ, God's blessed hope. Have you been born again? Have you discovered the power to transform all of life's myriad disappointments? Are you ready to embark upon the most magnificent of all journeys? If you've answered yes, today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Today, an exciting new adventure begins. Now for today's subject. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Man said, We and the universe have evolved from nothing over billions of years, and the idea of a God and a 6,000-year-old earth is ludicrous. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 653 that will once again prove that God is and that He, in fact, is the God of the Bible. All of these features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio. These features are offered to strengthen the faith of the childlike and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Be sure and take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword in the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message, a gospel track to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download to your electronic device nearly 170 hours of God Said, Man Said features. Listen to one every day. We call them gospel sandwiches. Thank you for visiting with us today. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. The detractors and skeptics detract and criticize, but no matter how much they wrangle, they end up here. For the past 6,000 years, Satan and his champions have challenged God's word found in the Holy Bible. But Satan and the sons of Adam have failed time after miserable time. Regardless of the route they take, they will end up here. 
Before we lay down the latest discoveries that say young, several foundational paragraphs from Dumb and Dumber in 6,000 Years are necessary. One of the most ridiculed and maligned teachings of the Bible is the concept of a 6,000-year-old earth. Among confessing Christians, doubt abounds here, but why? Has science proved, not theorized, but proved the earth and the universe to be billions of years old? The short answer is no. There are over 100 scientific measurements that declare a young earth. God said, man said, has published over 50 features that certify a young earth that fit the parameters of God's word. Truly, there should be no doubt concerning this matter. It was 1656 years from the day Adam opened his eyes until the flood in the days of Noah. We know that by the genealogical line laid out in the Word of God. Genesis chapter 5, 3 through 6, And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died." Adding the genealogical spans from Adam to Noah registers the date of the flood. From Adam to Christ, the scriptures lay out redundant chronological indicators dating the age of the earth. These include genealogies, direct markers such as the years Israel spent in Egypt, the reigns of kings, and others. Is the Bible true? Is the earth only 6,000 years old? Does extra-biblical information confirm it? End of quote. Keep in mind that the earth is just over 6,000 years old, and 4,300-plus years ago, all of mankind was destroyed by a global flood that happened in the days of Noah. All humans on the earth today are a product of the four couples on the ark. Again from Dumb and Dumber in 6,000 Years. In the September 2012 issue of Acts and Facts, science writer Brian Thomas wrote concerning the age of man and the earth under the title, A Recent Explosion of Human Diversity. Several paragraphs follow. The research team investigated the amount of diversity among today's human genes and how long it took to reach the current amount of diversity. They concluded that human genes diversified recently. The authors wrote, the maximum likelihood time for accelerated growth was 5,115 years ago. This is a tiny fraction, 0.2% of the 2.4 million years of humanity that evolutionists suppose. The explosion of human genetic diversity has occurred in parallel with and because of human population growth. With each new person comes another opportunity for DNA differences to arise either by design genetic shuffling processes or mutations. For example, if the evolutionary timeline is true, then human population growth and genetic diversity were miraculously unchanged for a few million years before suddenly exploding in just the last few thousand years. End of quote. The headline of the December 29, 2012 issue of Science News reads, Human Diversity's Recent Explosion. The subhead reads, Most genetic variation came about in the last 5,000 years. The more science looks into the invisible, the more the facts shout yes to God's holy Bible. Keep in mind that God is invisible, and he created all out of that which is invisible. 
Now consider this headline from the May 2013 issue of Acts and Facts. Headline, Is Mankind Getting Dumber? Several paragraphs written by science writer Brian Thomas follow. Do today's children have lower IQs than yesterday's? Yes, according to measurements of intellectual and emotional strength gathered from different countries and contexts. The results show the same basic decline and resist the notion that public or other forms of education are to blame. Could the cause instead lie within? Stanford University professor Gerald Crabtree thinks so. He published a pair of essays in the Journal Trends of Genetics, citing new discoveries that show why the human intellect is surprisingly fragile. This biblical, creation-friendly notion didn't sit well with the authors of a rebuttal paper who countered that the human intellect is robust. What lies at the heart of this disagreement? Bad science or bad assumptions? Crabtree identified two foundational processes as the main culprits. First, human intelligence uses neurons, and these cells can only function properly if their genes stay in top shape. Second, these genes are susceptible to degradation. This loss of organization occurs continually as mutations slowly, slowly, pardon me, irreversibly garble genes and the resulting errors pile up and are not corrected. Each new generation accrues about 60 new mutations to the gene-coding DNA regions of the human genome. Crabtree applied this rate to calculate that every 20 to 50 generations we should sustain a mutation in one copy of our many ID genes. As a result, in the past 3,000 years, then 120 generations, each of us should have accumulated, at the very least, 2.5 to 6 mutations in ID genes. Accordingly, the human intellect perhaps reached a peak 2,000 to 6,000 years ago. End of quote. The headline in the June 15, 2013 issue of Science News reads, Europeans are one big family. And the subhead reads, DNA finds common ancestry about 30 generations back. A few paragraphs follow. Virtually every person living in Europe today shares a common set of ancestors that lived about 1,000 years ago. Peter Ralph and Graham Coop of the University of California, Davis, report May 7 in PLOS Biology. What's really surprising is just how closely related Europeans and likely all people in the world are, Coop says. In the past, mathematical analysis have concluded that everyone on the globe shares not a single ancestor, but a complete set of ancestors who lived about 3,000 years ago. In other words, all of the people living then who have any modern descendants are ancestors of everyone living today. End of quote. Remember, eight people descended from the Ark just over 4,300 years ago, and they are the beginning of today's global population. Discover Magazine, in their July-August 2013 issue under the heading Evolution in Overdrive, published the following excerpt. Joshua Akay of the University of Washington recently explored the average age of our species' gene variants, finding that most are very young. 
about three-quarters of single nucleotide variants, a mutation that substitutes just one nucleotide in A, C, T, or G, and the long string of DNA occurred within the past 5,000 years. Surprising considering that our species may be 200,000 years old, end of quote. No matter where they search, they always end up here. Consider this excerpt from the July 13, 2013 issue of Science News under the heading of Extinct Wolf May Have Begat Dogs. Researchers have long assumed that dogs branched off from a still-living wolf species. Geneticists have combed the world looking for wolf populations that most closely resemble dogs genetically and concluded that dogs originated in the Middle East or Southeast Asia, end of quote. As you should suspect, the dog population today came from one male and one female on Noah's Ark, which landed on the mountains of Ararat, which are located in Turkey and Southwest Asia. No matter how hard they wrangle, they end up here. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Man said, we in the universe have evolved from nothing over billions of years, and the idea of a God in a 6,000-year-old earth is ludicrous. Now you have the record.